NFL Week 2 is here, guys. I'll be breaking down three games like usual. This week, we're going to look at the Ravens at Bengals, Dolphins at Pats, and the Monday Nighter, like always. This time, there's two. I'll pick out the better game, Browns at Steelers. Looking at three big divisional games early on in the year. Nothing better than talking some division football, right? Just got back from Vegas. Always a fun time there. Short trip. Short trip. Day and a half, two days. Um, got to meet some clients out there. Uh, have some drinks, uh, have some fun. Super hot out there. Uh, crazy hot. It was like 40 uh, Celsius, well over 100. Uh, so didn't spend a lot of time outside. I did uh, go to a buddy's podcast uh, that he had at Circa. That was fun. Uh, got to meet some uh, new people out there uh, and um, market, etc. Uh, also, a client of mine entered the Circa uh, tournament uh, for us. Uh, so I'll be keeping you guys updated on that. NFL Week 1 is always fun right with upsets we did see a few uh glad i was able to avoid most of them that's what you want to do anyway week one can always be tricky i had a few years where i didn't have a good week one you're playing catch up we had a good one this week only one caught me seattle i had seattle in a money line parlay with the eagles at plus money didn't show up very surprised that they didn't show up uh, the five and a half sure they i didn't really expect them maybe not to cover that but I did like uh, Seattle to just win the game at home. I had them improved in my power rankings. I still have, uh, you know, I'm not worried. It's one game. It's week one. Let's not get all worried, guys. Uh, so I'm not going to downgrade them a ton. I, they have been there downgraded. I didn't have Rams high either, right? No cup. A lot of young guys on the team. Issues in the locker room you're hearing, and they come out and get a big road win. Not easy to play in Seattle. Tip my cat definitely to the Rams right Stafford played well enough their D played well enough so impressive what I saw uh, from the Rams there a good week though for myself and clients also free plays as well uh, six and two client cart uh, just under three units so happy about that you always want to get off to a good start right uh, a few seasons I haven't so glad I did here uh, three and oh was the highlights in the totals market uh, we attacked the totals Attacking rookie QBs for the most part. We took the Houston to team total under 16.5 versus the tough Ravens D. Uh, and rookie QB, of course. Uh, Carolina under 17.5 team total. And Thursday night are under 27 first half. Uh, so really attack those totals. Uh, week 1 theory, just attack the rookie QBs. That's what I did here in a money line parlay. Uh, it was the Jags and Falcons at plus 125 attacked the rookie QBs there, got the win. Rookie QBs were like 17 and 33, I think, on week one. Uh, and, you know, they weren't getting any easy matchups uh, this week. So definitely uh, panned out there. Uh, we hit on the Eagles minus three and a half. It got close to towards the end there, but Eagles were the better team as expected. We also hit on our teaser, which I gave out to free uh, for you guys. It was a seven-point teaser, three games, plus 120. A lot of plus money is going around early in week one. 
happy about that. The teaser was the Ravens minus three, Washington money line, and Falcons plus three and a half. Free plays last week. Uh, what do we hit? Three and zero oh on underdogs, guys. <laughs> These underdog plays just continue to hit week after week. Browns, Jets, and Dolphins. I gave all out. Hopefully, you tailed at least one. You know, I, I wasn't for sure on them, right? I just give you some that I like each week. Uh, so uh, I liked all three in some capacity. So hopefully, you did tail one, maybe all three. <laughs> we continue to find underdogs uh, year after year. One year we went like thirteen and three, which is like eighty percent on underdogs for free plays. That's wild. I don't expect that this year, guys. But hey, we're off to a good start. Uh, so we will see what happens here. Uh, only blemish, obviously, I mentioned was Seattle on the money line. We had a bunch of other winners. Unders on the Jets game, under in the Bengals game. Uh, lots of winners for you guys. Hopefully you did tail. Speaking of the Jets, Aaron Rodgers. Wow, right? Who could have predicted that? Uh, his only highlight from 2003 was right here. Him running out with the American flag. It's tough to see, right? It's tough to see. I'm not a Jets fan. I'm kind of happy. I'm, I'm, I'm a Baltimore fan, so I'm kind of happy because they're in the AFC that, you know, he's not playing. Uh, I didn't want to see him get injured. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I'm never cheering uh, for another team. So, uh, yes, it does suck. It is Aaron Rodgers. The Jets fans continue uh, to get bad news. And then anyway, in comes Wilson. Didn't look great. Got it together a little at the end there, but it was more Garrett Wilson making an outstanding catch to get that touchdown. You know, with their defense, their defense is good enough to win them 8-9 games. Their defense is really good, and I won them the game in Buffalo against Buffalo. But there's more Josh Allen having a tough game. I expect Allen to bounce back. He does have the most turnovers since, I can't remember, 2018? I don't know. I can't remember. For a starting QB, he has the most turnovers uh, since he, I think, came in the league, I'm guessing. So keep in mind, he, he has his up and down, right? That's why I can never take Buffalo to win the Super Bowl because, you know, he has those uh, games that will lose them the game. And... He lost him the game. Let's be honest. It wasn't like the Jets. Yes, the Jets played good D, but Allen fumbled at the end of the game. Uh, that was an overtime, if I recall. Was it an overtime or before overtime? I can't remember, but he fumbled and he threw three interceptions. So you can't have four turnovers and win the game. I expect them to bounce back here against the Raiders um, at home this week. Let's look at the upsets quickly last week. Uh, we saw Tampa Bay beat the Vikings as six-point underdogs. Uh, I mentioned this this Vikings team in my um, preseason video that I had out and podcast. This Vikings team, guys, they're not getting close to 13 wins. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I would be surprised even if they win, they make the playoffs. I don't think they're that good of a team. They showed it. They showed it week one. Again, it's week one. I don't stress too much on it. But they can go down easily 0-2 to start the season. They're playing Philly Thursday night. So... I'm not too high on the on Minnesota. Am I surprised they lost a little bit because I was not high on Tampa Bay, right? Uh, it was a close game. and went back and forth, but Tampa Bay pulls it out. What are, what are their upsets? Obviously, Seattle, uh, which we talked about. Uh, I guess Lions over KC was a little bit of an upset, but once that Kelsey news came in, I didn't. I don't look at it as too much of an upset there. Uh, what else? Uh, Browns over Bengals a little bit, but I'm not. Too, I gave it out. Right, it's a few plays, so I'm not too surprised there. So the two main ones: Vikings and Seattle. And you know, speaking of Circus Survivor, which I did talk about at the top of the card here. I'm at, Hey, I had Washington Baltimore, so I'm happy there. 
over two almost two thousand entries went out. That's why it was like twenty one percent of the of the entries went out week one. So I'm happy about that. Um, I'm setting up nicely here uh, for circa survivor. I think it's like a nine million dollar pot or something. So uh, let's see let's see what happens. Uh, two entries is always nice to have. SystemSportsCapping.com is the website to subscribe to my early lines. I get early lines out uh, on Monday or Tuesday. I send out a client card. Lines have already moved on two of those. So keep in mind, you're getting early lines from me. Um, you're getting bets throughout the whole week in all sports, right? I don't just bet NFL. We bet UFC. We bet PGA currently, all at high winning percentages. And then NBA and NHL come as well. System capping on all social media, guys. Give me a follow over there. Free plays, system, uh, sports betting news, and more. Currently on a 76 almost 77% free play run in the golf market for short videos on TikTok and Instagram. So if you're not following me over there, definitely head over there and follow me. Let's hear from my friend, Kristen, ex-lingerie football player, now model and race car driver. For you sports bettors out there, let's be honest, you probably need a little bit of help reading those books. System Capping is a proven long-term winner against the sports betting market in multiple sports. He's built a worldwide clientele due to his high winning percentage over the years. Be sure to click the link on the bio down here to check out his profile and you can also find out his resume, client comments, podcasts, and subscription opportunities. I'm going to be following him along too, so let's win some money together this season. Shop around, guys. Shop around. Have multiple books. It's some of the best advice I can give you week to week. Books, prices vary. Props vary. Lines vary from book to book. Try to have multiple if you can. Let's get right into it. Ravens at Bengals. Bengals three and a half. Some books down to three. Uh, now total 46 in a half. Definitely shop around on this one. That point five is important, right? Uh, this is a big divisional game early. Right, Bengals looking terrible in week one. Ravens did enough. I'm not going to say Ravens looked great in week one. Their defense looked really good. Uh, but they didn't play all preseason. They didn't play one snap together. Lamar hasn't played uh, since November <laughs> last year. So keep that in mind, guys. You know, they're going to get better throughout the year. But they still won by 16 points. So <laughs> let's not say they look terrible in week one. Because they did look good enough to win uh, that game. Bengals, on the other hand, ah. <laughs> right? Bengals, on the other hand, did not look good. Uh, three points. Burrow. I expect him to struggle, right? He didn't practice all, pretty much all season. At the beginning, he was practicing. Then he came back for like two or three practices before getting into that game. So keep in mind, and he was limited uh, in those practices. Speaking of some injuries, Ravens. Fortunately, we saw a few uh, with the Ravens. It's disappointing, right? Um, but it's football, and you have to have a deep roster, and that's what they do, right? Dobbins, their running back, number one running back, out for the year. It's tough. It's tough to hear, right? Because he was playing good in that game. He was their number one guy. They do have some depth with Gus the Bus. Hill is pretty good as well. They're going to bring Melvin Gordon up from the practice squad. It is a loss. I don't think it's a huge loss uh, due to them throwing the ball more this year. Um, but it is a loss uh, for the Ravens. Another loss also, uh, Marcus Williams on safety. He's going to be out for a big chunk of the season. I don't think it's season ending, uh, which is good news. 
Um, they do have a little bit of safety depth, but not a lot. They brought in a, a veteran from the Pats, Harmon. Uh, that, that will help uh, fill that void uh, this week. But yeah, a couple tough injuries to start the year. And again, these guys are injury-prone guys. Williams was out a lot of last year, and Dobbins was as well. So I can't look back and say, oh, it's because they didn't play preseason, or it's the training staff. I don't think it's any of that. I think these guys are just injury-prone. Williams has shown to be injury-prone, and Dobbins has now so far in the NFL as well. Just freak accidents, freak injuries. Can't really say it's something the Ravens are doing specifically. Also, a couple O-line guys went down more week to week. They could play this week. I don't know if they will or not uh, starting O-lines. Uh, their center um, and also Ronnie Stanley, uh, their left tackle. So they're, de- they're deep in the O-line. They're, I'm not too, too worried about that. Um, but some good news is, like I mentioned, they're deep. They're good news on the offensive side of the ball. Flowers, Zay Flowers looks like a true number one. OBJ making some big catches. Uh, looks like they have a legit number one and number two. You throw in Bateman as a number three. Come on. It's very deep, the wide receiver core. Then you look at no Mark Andrews in that game. Mark Andrews will be back. So they're going to have a lot of threats in the passing game. Um, so I do expect them to lean more in the passing game than the run game. And obviously Lamar can make up for any rushing. He ran a bit last week, uh, but not a ton. I expect Andrews to be back for this game. Uh, so that will give uh, the Ravens their big weapon, right? It's more, it's Lamar, uh, it's Lamar Jackson's favorite weapon. Uh, let's be honest here. Back to Bengals, you know, they look terrible in week one with against Cleveland. It's a tough place to play. I mentioned that last week. A little rainy too. Uh, but I did expect Burrow to struggle. Not like that, of course. Uh, but he struggled a ton. A ton. <laughs> it was it was a little surprising it was going to be that much. You know, defense took a downgrade in the offseason as well, in my opinion, on the Bengals' side, losing Jesse Bates. Uh, he was their star. He, he pretty much brought them to uh, the Super Bowl uh, two years ago. They lost him to Atlanta, didn't want to pay him. So I do think they took a downgrade there also uh, on defense. Cleveland did in week one what I kind of expected what the Ravens should do here, run the ball on them, right? Run the ball. Um, Cleveland didn't have a ton of success throwing the ball on them. They just ran it with Chubb. And I expect the Ravens to run a little more downhill with Gus Edwards uh, and obviously Lamar uh, to get going. But don't be surprised if they throw the ball uh, as well here. I think it's going to be more of a mix offense uh, from week to week. And what I mentioned here with Mark Andrews coming back, that's huge. That's huge for them. Uh, the key, obviously, I mentioned it last week, it's going to be get to Borough. You got to get to him. And that's what Cleveland was able to do. That's why they won that game. Uh, I'm not going to say just because of that. <laughs> but it was a big reason why. Big reason why. Um, let's see here. What was the numbers here? I have the numbers written down of what Cleveland did. Uh, let's see, last year, last rusher. Yeah, so obviously 10, over f- almost 40% uh, pass rush <laughs> on Burrow. Uh, he was sacked twice. 
But the 82 yards, right? You're getting the 82 yards is because you're getting pressure to Burrow, and that's what the Ravens are going to have to do here, right? Ravens, Ravens had 10 QB hits and five sacks in week one. And a lot of people thought the rush would be their weakness, but bringing in Clowney, Ojabo's legit. Ojabo has played two games, guys, and he has a strip sack in both. I think Ojabo's legit. Uh, Clowney and they bring a lot of pressure from the secondary as well the linebackers uh, will come and get sacks so if I think they continue to bring the pressure to Burrow I think they can hang around in this game cover this three and a half maybe even win outright wouldn't be surprised due to the Bengals slow start and they are notorious for starting slow as well a couple fun facts here Uh, last year the Bengals they played twice Bengals won two out of three games um one of the games keep in mind two bo- two of the games that the ravens lost both of them no lamar that's very important right two of the games bengals didn't score more than 24 the one they scored 27 uh was in that playoff game right the late the, the late touchdown there uh, so keep that in mind um this is in Cincinnati. I get it. I can see this being a three-point game. Wouldn't be surprised if it goes either way. So from a side standpoint, I'm staying away. I'm going to lean the Ravens with the points here, plus three and a half if you can still get that. Um, could be a teaser option as well with the Ravens. Uh, Bengals usually start slow, and I do think they take a downgrade this year. Again, I'm not thrilled with their O-line. Not thrilled with their defense. I like their offensive weapons with Chase, obviously, and Higgins. Higgins doesn't have a catch, by the way. Uh, Boyd, not in love with their running back game. It's just more Burrow, right? One of the best QBs in the league, I get that. Is he injured? Is he 100%? Is he 100% regular season ready? Game one didn't show it. Let's see what he has in game two. Miami. Minus three at New England, total 46 and a half. Fun divisional one here. Um, I love talking about the best games of the week, right? Toughest ones to, to predict and look at as well. How good did his Dolphins offense look, right? Week one. Against the Chargers, yes, but wow, two of 466, three TDs, and Hill 215 for two TDs. Now, that was against the Chargers defense. I don't expect a repeat performance like that against the Pats at home, but I won't rule out another big game from both. Uh, Miami struggled on defense against Herbert and the Chargers. It's understandable. Uh, Both of these were high-power offenses facing low-level defenses, right? It kind of made sense. Uh, They allowed big plays on the ground. Um, A week high, actually, 234 rushing yards they allowed, 199 in the air. The game plan needs to be slow down this game, right? The Pats need to slow down the game, run the ball, and just keep the ball out of their hands as much as possible. I like New England's defense. Uh, they played well at times against Philly. Hurts didn't have a great game, right? It was more the turnovers. What did he throw for? 170 on 33 attempts. They didn't run the ball exceptionally well either. So I think New England does have a solid defense. I think that's how they win some games. Mac Jones, surprisingly, if you look at it, he didn't make big plays at the right time. And he did struggle early in the game. He wasn't terrible, though. He threw for over 300 yards. Uh, and he did find Bourne. He looked like he liked Bourne target. Uh, and also Hunter Henry, more of a safety guy, right? Uh, safety blanket uh, for uh, Jones. But he wasn't terrible. <clears throat> I don't, I'm not 
in love with the Eagles defense. Um, but they do obviously have some stud guys. New England get to the quarterback here, slow down Tua. I do think they can hang around in this game. Um, obviously a little bit of overreaction uh, to Miami. It's week one, Chargers defense, but it was on the road. Now, back-to-back games on the road. I think New England hangs around. The three is the key line, right? Uh, like If you get a three and a half out there, I would look at New England. I would wait. You can probably see money maybe coming in uh, on Miami later into this week. Total, I would lean the over. Um, question is, Mac Jones. I just don't like backing Mac Jones, right? So uh, it's not going to be a client play for me, but I'm going to take the points with New England uh, if I can get the three and a half. If you guys can get that, I would maybe suggest to look at that. Uh, total, I would lean the over here. Uh, but this is a good game to watch. I'll be uh, watching it. It's probably at the same time as the Ravens game, so I don't know. I'll have it on red zone at least. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch this game, see how Miami really is. If they get back-to-back big home, uh, big road wins, uh, you know, we knew they were good, Miami. I, I knew they were battling for a wild-card spot, but how good really are they? Can they win the division? Can they, right? It's open now. Jets aren't winning the division, guys. Sorry to break the news to you Jets fans. They're not winning the division. I could see, you know, Miami being that dark horse team that comes in and steals it from the Bills. It's possible. Uh, let's see what they do in New England, a big game on the road. Um, you know, also New England losing back-to-back home games. I like the chances of Bilicek maybe hang around and play well here. Would I be surprised if New England wins outright? Not really. Not really. Um, but if you get the plus three and a half, I would jump on that. Monday night or Browns minus two and a half versus Steelers. Total 38 and a half. Always a fun uh, game when these two play, right? You know, you get hard-nosed football, good defense for the most part. Cleveland got better over the offseason. I don't know how much the Steelers did, though, right? Cleveland has caught up to the Steelers, right? It was always Baltimore and... Uh, Steelers. Then Cincinnati passed both of them and even the Ravens. Now you kind of have Steelers as towards the bottom with Cleveland, but I think Cleveland could finish past the Steelers this year. I mentioned uh, in my futures video, all four teams in this division could be above 500. It's going to be interesting to see how the Steelers bounce back here. I'm still kicking myself I didn't play 49ers week one domination from them on the road versus the one team I thought would be ready for week one the most because they played their starters, right? That's why I stayed away. I stayed away from that game mainly because I thought maybe possibly Purdy and 49ers will come in a little sluggish and slow and the Steelers will take advantage because they're the only team that played their starters week one. Uh, I wish I I bet the 49ers now. I had it written down even. Like I had it ready to be sent out, ready for um, the Vegas contest. And I just didn't pull the trigger last minute. Uh, Kicking myself there. You're going to have that every week, right? You're going to have every week a game you wish you bet you didn't. It's going to always happen, right? Um, Let's see here, right? Browns was able to get the borough. And that was what the main difference was. The five sacks and 45% pressure rating. Um, was the reason why 49ers beat the Steelers. But the reason why the Browns beat the Bengals and were able to make may look very good was because they were able to get to them as well, right? So a lot of the times when you can disrupt the quarterback play uh, on the edge, it's going to be the way you win games, guys. 
up front in the trenches, <laughs> right? They, they, you always say that, right? And the five sacks, 40, 45% pressure rating on the Steelers, that had to be the highest of the week. That's high with five sacks. That's why the Steelers couldn't get anything done, right? And I can expect the Browns to do the same here. Browns could get uh, to him as well. Pickett, right? Pickett didn't look great last week. Didn't have Pickens uh, to throw to like he did in the exhibition games, right? When he was they're playing third string guys. So that never got me thinking, oh, I should really, um, you know, look at the Steelers team in week one. Um, I didn't bet them. I'm happy I didn't. Wish I bet the 49ers there. Johnson, a couple injuries, key ones. Johnson's out, their wide receiver too. I think Cam Hayward maybe out as well. I know he got hurt. I don't know if he's going to play in this game. So look at that. There's some injuries there. Um, This team got run on too. Steelers got ran on 152 yards, CMC. Uh, In comes Chubb. That's a little dangerous here. Things that I see how Steelers bounce back here. Obviously Watt. Watson didn't have a great game. If Watt can get them consistently, if they can run the ball, that will be important here. If they can run the ball on Cleveland, I think Steelers can hang around here. That two and a half is the line. I'm not going to make my client card this line. Um, But the back-to-back losses at home for the Steelers, that's favoring them. I don't like that. I love Tomlin, right? Uh, One of my favorite coaches in the NFL. I think he'll have them ready for this game. Those two injuries have me concerned. Um, total 30 and a half looks a little low looks a little low I would have to lean the over uh, 38 is low I understand uh, the Browns defense uh, can be shut down like they did in week one but it looks a little low so I would lean the over here the 38 and a half um, but a couple fun facts here uh, I'll leave you guys with last time Browns started 2-0 and in the season was 1993 Bill Belichick was on that staff uh, that's something here uh, to take up but I just I think Steelers hang around it's just that two and a half if you can get Steelers three I would look at that um, but I think it's going to be a close game good defense played on both sides but uh, the run game I think there's going to be a lot of runs in this game up front though like how much is Watt going to be able to affect right how much is the Browns going to be able to get uh, to pick it that's where you're going to want to watch in this game. Uh, but I'm going to lean the over. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a flyer and play, take the Steelers. If you can get the plus three, I would look at that. Uh, it's, it's not going to make my client card, though. It could be an underdog play, though, right? I talked about a couple underdogs here uh, already. Last week, 3-0. and uh, Great start for the ones that I mentioned. Um, I'm going to mention the Steelers here at home. I'm not in love with it, but uh, am I ever really in love with underdogs to win outright every week not really guys i'm just telling you ones that i think could win and there's some value at the plus money that's all so steelers there's some value at home to avoid back-to-back home losses um there's also some value with the ravens it's on the road they do have a few injuries i'm concerned about so i don't love that um and i talked about the pats as well could steal one at home um don't love them all i probably like the uh, underdogs better last week those are the three I would kind of look at and dabble with. Um, I expect at least one to win, hopefully two. Teasers and favorite money line plays of the week. I'll give you guys a, f- a few here. Uh, 
client is available, a client teaser will be available. We hit four for you guys last week. All four I mentioned all hit uh, on the teaser market, so hopefully you tailed that. Only blemish, of course, like I mentioned, was Seattle Moneyline. Uh, I'll give you some teaser plays this week. We're going to look at Chiefs plus three and a half, bounce back game. Kelsey should be back. In comes Chris Jones. Uh, so I expect him to hang around against Jacksonville, probably even win that game outright. Chargers plus four. Expect Chargers to uh, hang around in that game, maybe even win it. Uh, and the 49ers minus one. That's going to be the teaser uh, play for the week. Uh, I like the Chargers there on the money line. You know, waiting for Eckler, though. Waiting for Eckler, the news. I think he will play. Um, he's been battling ankle injury for like a year now. I think he'll be fine to play uh, and a bounce back spot, right? I don't like Tennessee. They struggle to score. Chargers can score. Tennessee's defense is not good enough to stop the Chargers, in my opinion. That will do it, guys. That will do it. Another video in the books. Um, check the UFC video if you haven't already. It's available now. Um, we're going for eight straight profitable cards in the UFC. Like I always say, guys, bet smart and know your limits. Take care.